Anchor, Anchor, Anchor. This is the best platform to use for podcasting. They have everything that you need in one place. If you know me, then you know that I'm not tech savvy. I didn't know how to record. I didn't know how to edit. I didn't know how to do anything. But Anchor is so simple and easy to use. And you can make money. So if you are a podcaster or thinking about creating a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. If I didn't have Anchor, there wouldn't be a Disaster Dating 101 podcast. Right now, download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey ladies, I know you guys love, love, love clothing that makes you feel good. Make sure you check out the luxury African-inspired clothing brand Rayma, based out of Toronto. Order today at www.rahyma.com. Use discount code podcast101 and save 15%. I love this brand and I know you guys will love it too. Again, that was www.rahyma.com. Check it out and save on your next order.
individuals have lost their lives and their murderers are just out here freely walking and carrying on with normal life. It's- and continue to lose lives. Like, continue. even with this going on, there are still people losing their lives. Daily. There's and been the so many mis- lynchings that's been yes. going on and stuff that doesn't make the media. At all. You know? At all. And it's, it's just unfortunate. I mean, it's really... It's heartbreaking, it's depressing, it's it frustrates you, it angers you, it's overwhelming, but it's like, when is enough enough? When is enough going to be enough? And then when are these people going to be held accountable? Accountability is very important. Very. So on that note, let's try this again. <laughs> you guys won't know, but let's start over and let's, you ready? I'm ready. All right. Welcome to Disaster Dating 101. I'm Natasha Renee. I'm Robin Brion. And come join this disastrous journey as we talk about our dating horror stories. Real issues. And how we can work through these issues in today's society. Yes. So today's episode is hashtag Black Girl Magic. Yes. <laughs> um, I came up with this because I was watching um, Toni Morrison's documentary mm-hmm. on Hulu. I can't think of the name right now. Mm-hmm. I know I put it in our notes. I do apologize. I will put it in the notes for the episode. Mm-hmm. But in that documentary, it was basically saying how it was her whole story on how she began, where she came from, uh, how she shortened her name because nobody could say her name. And But what was most important to me and what I got out of it was how her books were, in quotations, mm-hmm. too black. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how- Too black. Yes. Wow. Critics said that her- her her books were too black and they didn't appeal to a white audience. Oh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so so with that, they need I, to appeal to our audience, you know, our right? black audience. So. And, and that's the thing. Nobody wants to know our history, None. even though we're about to talk about dating. That's the one thing that I did notice that it's like whatever we go through, we don't have a saying Mm -hmm. in things. And even with Beloved, she was criticized for that, saying that it was this fantasized uh, story about a slave. Mm. Yeah. It it was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. Insider. Insider. (laughs) So I just, I felt like as a Black woman, we're both Black women, Yes. us discussing Dating, dating, yeah, and being a black woman—it's so much that we go through. So much. It's what we deal with colorism. That, that's huge, right there, and with the, our own the yeah. angry, angry black, black woman. woman. Yes, <laughs> and it's like I'm so nice. And yeah. remember before we were talking about how a guy was saying, "Oh, you're not, you're not angry," or you're not, you don't. yeah. And it's like, I'm a nice person. I'm a nice person. Or you're not dark enough or you're too light. You're too light, yeah. And even with me, I know, story for me, I went on a date. Grandma hooked me up with a guy she met in a grocery store. (laughs) True story. I'm not, I can't say the name, but this person knows who he is. She was in a line at the grocery store and he let her cut and she was like i have somebody that you know i feel would be great for you and <laughs> he's like who she's like my kids mother my grandkids mother and he's like what your son's 
<laughs> and she was like, yeah. And he was like, okay. So we exchanged numbers and she told me, she was like, I gave this guy your number. And I'm like, okay, grandma. <laughs> like, okay. And at the time I was dating, but I wasn't in anything serious. So mm-hmm. him and I, we talk on the phone and we're like, hey, let's, let's hook up. Let's meet up. Mm-hmm. And so we go to Applebee's, I think it was, or no, it was Chili's. Uh-huh. So we met up. Uh, Chili's side. And I do. <laughs> I do. And when we get to Chili's, I see him. It was the summertime. I think even for both of us, we kind of looked at each other because we didn't know what we were expecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we go sit down, and the first thing that he says is, I usually date people lighter than you. Whoa. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, if you guys see me, I'm, what, caramel? Yeah, she's not even dark skin. <laughs> like, so it's like, what? Like, what? He like, was, how do you even part your lips? I've always wanted like to say that to somebody. How, how do you say, I'm not light I'm not light yeah, Whoa. Yeah, so he was like... So right there, I'd already been like, all right, well, date is over. He was like, hold on. He was like, (laughs) you and my ex-wife are two of the darkest women that I've dated. Y'all, she's not even dark. (laughs) So, wow. With that... But where does that come from? Where? Do you think? Do you think it's like something Do you think, oh... So do you think maybe it's like prejudice on himself that he's had or seen in his family? Like some, some for it to be a dark skinned man to say that to you. Yeah. And he's dark skinned. Like, it's not like he was yes. light skinned. No, it's it's somewhere. It's a disconnect somewhere. Within, somewhere. Within our history, within our culture. But it dates back to like slavery and to like, you know, the paper brown, you know, and, and that's and that and so some sororities for, and fraternities. And, and, and I want to talk that definitely colorism. Yeah. So for you, Robin, what would you say a dating just even before we even get into the topics? What was an experience as far as you with a bad date or somebody mentioning your complexion? I'll never forget my beloved Norfolk State, behold the green and gold. I can't say any names either, but my <laughs> freshman year, um, yeah, it was somebody that I've known. Um, this person wasn't a fraternity. I won't name the fraternity, but a fraternity, and we were always cool. And he was just like, Robin, you are so pretty for a dark-skinned girl. I never. And he's light-skinned. And I was just really like, oh. Like, I didn't know how to say, like, do I be like, thank you? Or did I? I mean, at the time, I was 18, so I didn't know how to address it because it affected me. And I'm just like, wow. Yeah, my my old roommate, she dealt dealt with that, too, um, when we were in... We were in Towers together and we were in Mid-Rise. And she had came to us and she was like, you know, y'all don't understand. You know, I get the, you're cute to be a dark-skinned girl. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I would date you, but you're, you know, you're not my type. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm nice chocolate over here, you know. <laughs> and it's been my mom is light-skinned and my dad is like my complexion, you know. So I've never... And then growing, like, my mom's whole side of the family is um, light-skinned, like, and then a mixture. She's originally from Charleston, South Carolina, so it's, like, a lot of, like, light-skinned there. But we can go on back into the history because, like, my great-grandfather is white. <laughs> and see, me, opposite. My parents are dark-skinned. Oh, wow. Both. Both. Because so, I thought I was about You thought you <laughs> But, you know, it goes back in the line, you know, the color and everything. I used to always joke and be like I was adopted because my mom was light-skinned. I used to say this. When I lived in um outside of Boston and um in Bedford, Massachusetts, I remember um the kids would be like, um, my mom was um white. And I remember me going to my mom, like, Mom, are you white? And she was like, Girl, no, I'm black. 
yeah, but it's like, how do I take that? It's like, you want to, I, I mean, I, you can't help who you're attracted to. I'll no. say that. So you can't, I can't if help you have people, a type. You, you, you have, have a, a type, preference and fine. if you have it, it's fine. But it's like, when you bring it up to be like, oh, you're not light enough for me or, oh, you're pretty for a dog. Why just can't I just be pretty period? Or why can't you just try to explore dating something that you're not used to? Like, yeah. Cause even with me, I, I did have a type in high school Who i like your life life skin oh you did but i wouldn't i wouldn't say to a dark skin guy yeah. oh you're, you're never you're nice for a dark skin i'm man. not shooting anybody's esteem down okay that's no. not my that's not my intent that's never my anything like i like who i like too now i will say this now usually i am prone to my complexion or or dark and i think that's because i had a bad experience with a, a, somebody who was a lighter complexion saying okay. that to me so it just kind of made me be me like too, i don't want to deal with light-skinned men which i know on my side I, I can't be like that you know because i had that one experience he doesn't speak for all light-skinned men you that's know true. so i i've realized that um and you know this process but it's like wow like the fact that people could really part their lips to but say, that goes back to the history yes. of women, of black women back from slavery, yep. how the light-skinned women were in the house, yes, and yes, the dark-skinned women were That's my mom that I joke. I always tell my mom she'd be in the house, house. while I'd have been picking cotton. <laughs> but, and, and even when we think about that, and what is it, um, Willie Lynch, mm-hmm. how even with us, with us dating mm-hmm. as black women, we were you know, brought up mm-hmm. to have the men out the house. Yep. Where and that's how they conditioned us as slaves. Mm-hmm. So I will say it is hard because your parents were married. Yeah. yeah. Where my mom wasn't married to my dad, but I did have a stepfather in the house. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with a single mother. So not all black families yeah. are separated. Yeah, that is true. That know? is true. Because that's the one thing that's that a lot one, of yeah, people, the people think the too. stigma we have. Yeah. You know, so we think about how we were conditioned as black women. Even when you look at the movies mm-hmm. that portray black women, mm-hmm. they were single with several kids. Several. So we have this stigma about black women. Yeah. What was it? One of my favorite um, movies, Claudine. Oh. <laughs> but what she had like seven kids uh-huh, yep. and James Earl Jones came along, came along, uh-huh. couldn't stay in the house because of welfare. Yep. So, you know, people have to understand in society how we are conditioned as women, yeah. how we were in the past, yep. how even now in the urban areas, how you, if you want housing, mm-hmm. you can't have a you man, have in, the a man house. in the house. So that is something that we've had to deal with. So yep. you have those in quotation, independent women yep. where that's, oh, you're too hard. Too, yep. You're too this. Yep. You're angry. You're upset. Yes, we are yeah. upset, but we're not angry. We're not angry. Like even angry. a lot of things that I've dealt with in life, mm-hmm. I'm not walking around like a mad woman. Yeah, like, like a chip on oh, your shoulder. F you. Yeah. Forget you. I can do this by myself. And then we understand that there are some people that are like yeah. that, but it's not everybody. Like how Tasha said earlier, like she's a really cool, you know, person, like really nice. And I think I'm super dope, you know? And so like when I meet guys or people in general, they'll be like, wow, you're not what I expected. Yes. And I'm like, well, what did you expect? And they'll say that somebody angry, somebody bitter, somebody upset with the world. And I'm like, well, that's not me. That that makes me, oh, you're not what I expected. Yeah. Like, so, so then so that takes me I... aback. <laughs> like it takes me. 
Because like, even huh? with me, so who are y'all dating? Is what I be wanting to ask. Like, if we if we go and talk about interracial dating, oh, so yeah. I dated somebody who wasn't black, uh-huh. and even when we dated, the black people would say, "Oh, you better watch out for her. She got an attitude." Why got another attitude? attitude? Like you don't even know me. I remember I had went. Um, he did just self- because of the color of my skin. <laughs> I got to have an attitude. He did self defense training, uh-huh. and I remember uh, one of the guys, a black guy there, older black guy, and I think he had like five or six kids. Don't say how many baby, mo- as they say, don't say That's how many right. baby mamas he had. <laughs> but this guy was like, "Oh, you got an attitude," and I'm like, "Sir, you don't know me. You don't know me. I, I know which." No, you, you no. had a bad experience, and now you're judging everybody. You, sir, get to know me from you. Me. You don't know me. Why? Why are we saying that I had this attitude? That is the worst. That's my pet peeve. <laughs> and then even you know you have like like I said in my example the colorism thing mm-hmm. and how we are looked at differently mm-hmm. or the hair. Oh gosh, you you have to have your hair a certain way. Yep. Or if you're not natural. Or you gotta have it straight. Or like, oh, you got you have pretty hair. Just like, well, what is pretty hair? Like, is pretty hair the having a silk press, or is pretty hair <laughs> in its natural state? Yes. Because for me, I love you know. Even though, don't get me wrong, I love my wigs and stuff, but I have hair and I have natural hair, and it's long. And so I look at my actual natural hair as the beautiful hair. And like, I love your hair. Oh, thank you. And I just wear my wigs <laughs> and stuff as a protective style, just because it's easier. Because my hair is so thick. Like Tasha has seen my hair is super thick. And, I won't braid it. And she won't braid it. She won't. Her daughter has super thick hair, too. Like that's, mine. that's one person I got to deal but, with. But I'll guys will always be like, you know, they want natural, which I understand. I'm for I want natural. But it's like when you met me, you let me probably with like my wig on or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like in the same sense, too, like know that I can wear my hair and I love my natural and, hair. And that's one thing I, I will say that I don't like is when you date somebody and however you presented yourself, uh-huh. and then it's like, so do I take the wig? Right? Can I look? Can I be my natural, natural self? self. Uh-huh. Are you going to prejudge? Because I've known, example, when I first started Norfolk State, uh-huh. I had long hair. Okay. And I'll never forget. It was this one guy that I had met. As soon as we started school, my hair was down to my shoulders. Uh-huh. And I mentioned before in the previous episode, I will cut my hair in a split second. <laughs> like I will cut my hair. And I decided when I first cut my hair that it would be a tribute to my mom. Okay. So I went to the barbershop, got all my hair cut off. Okay. And I saw the guy and he just looked down at me. What? And I even know somebody that I liked when I'm, Went to go meet up with them, hadn't seen them since I started college, mm-hmm. looked down at me. Wow. And it was like, you be the this same is person. me being me. Yeah. And you're looking down at me because I cut my hair. So what did you like? Uh-huh. Did you not like me as a person or did you like my hair or this look? Why can I not be myself? Like we're we're forced sometimes to be something else that somebody wants us to be. And, and I are. do see that. Like even like we were saying yeah. with the wigs yes. and stuff. It's like sometimes I just want to go out with my fro. Yep. And keep it moving and have fun and enjoy the time with the person that yep. I may be with at that time. Exactly. Exactly. I used to get so much flack from like my son's father and be like, well, why don't you wear your hair natural? Mind you, he met me with bundles <laughs> in my hair. <laughs> but it wasn't 
wasn't a problem. But then it'd be like, okay, but my thing, why honestly, really, mine why I don't wear my natural hair is just because it's so much to do. It's so yes. time consuming for me. Like it's so much. And then I like I usually will wear it in a silk press, really not really in its natural, like curly state. So that's really like money too. So if I'm doing that every two weeks, it was like more, it's like easier for me to get a wig made and I can just pop it on, pop it off. But that used to be like, well, if you want to see it, we'll pay for the upkeep. And I'm not yeah. even like a gold digger type, but I'm just saying, <laughs> at least help me. If you want to see, help me pay for it. <laughs> and the natural part, but it just always used to trip me out. Cause I'm like, you met me with bundles. Or you have the opposite where they want the natural one. Well, why uh-huh. you got those wigs? Yes. Uh, why yes. you got, why don't you wear your hair natural? Right. Why don't you have it out? Why don't you wear braids? Why don't you do this? Right, right, right. Exactly. And, and it's like, but I see you liking that chick with that straight look. Hello, that's the part. Yes, Tasha, that is the part. Oh, that's the part. I see you liking on all these pictures with the chick with caked up makeup. It's so it's it's another experience. Uh-huh. A guy that I dated for about a year. He, his ex, t- cake full of makeup bundles all the way down to the middle of her back and then I put on a wig to go out and it's like I don't like you with makeup on I don't like you with this on but you dated this hussy Uh for five years and this is what you saw every day but all of a sudden when I put it on there's an issue why it's like why can't you accept my black mm. girl magic the black girl magic <laughs> <laughs> and accept me and just understand that we are different we like to change up things we like to do different things but then you have these culture vultures yep yep, yep and it's yep. like but they can wear the braids they can get the big lips yeah and what basically I'm talking about is cultural appropriation. Oh my you goodness. guys you see it all the time you see the big you lips they want the tan and you guys fall for it. Not saying everybody. Not everybody Again, but we majority are not, of y'all, not yeah. saying anything. We're not man bashing. Exactly. But we're just saying things that we notice. Exactly. And it's like you have these women. Y'all want those video vixen type. Basically, try to portray, models. <laughs> try to portray, you know, a black woman. But you got her on, on your hip posting doing this or you were hurt by a black woman Uh some black woman hurt Hurt you you. so you felt like you had to go to the other side Mm -hmm. how you date is how you date it is but don't say or blame anybody but yourself exactly on why you chose to date whomever you date exactly like with me i date whoever whatever if i like you you, i like you i'm the same way i don't i don't have a type me neither like so don't sit there and say oh you moved to the dark side or you moved here but when a black woman starts to date a white man i could already tell let me tell you i already just told tasha before this i said it's gonna be a real rude awakening for some people when i get my little white man (laughs) so it's gonna be i'm gonna catch a lot of flack and they will be in they'll be in they will and they ain't they feeling and their feelings like oh this is what we doing I thought we on Black Lives Movement right now. Right? (laughs) You go over there. You don't care about Black Lives Movement. Yeah, you don't care because everything that you said is so true, Tasha. Like, it's like they want all of this. Like, I see these video vics and I see the type. They want a certain type of female. And it's just, and like I said, to each his own. But don't, if you're dating me, then don't try to like shame me or downplay me and what I'm trying to do. And you're not this, you're not that. Or say I accept you, but then 
then again, all these likes and all in this other woman's face who has this, has that, put the braids in their hair, are trying to be us. Let us have our own identity. Please. Let us have our (laughs) black girl magic. Let us have our black girl magic. We don't ask for much. Yeah, you want (laughs) to be us. Uh We're not accepted. You know, people don't accept us. We we have these stereotypes against us, and I feel like it's so not fair. It's not. It's it's definitely definitely not fair. But then you have other cultures mm-hmm. who want to do what we do and want to mm-hmm. be like us, but not take the slack. Exactly. They want to be like us, but still don't fool with us. Yeah, for real. <laughs> or or not take what? Well, it's only one person that is identifies themselves as black. Uh-huh. What's the lady? Oh, oh, oh my gosh! Yes, yes. <laughs> It's just, oh my gosh. I can't think of her name, but I know everybody knows who I'm talking about. That one white lady who says that she's black. But let Um, her get pulled over. Rachel Rachel Dozier, 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 something like that. But she changed her name. Yes, she She, did. But I think she went back. I think she changed it and went back. I was literally on her IG not too long ago because I had watched her little documentary. (laughs) But even with her, you want to be black, but you don't want to deal with the black issues. When we get pulled over, mm-hmm. back to the whole Black Lives Matter. Oh my gosh. When we get pulled over, when we're questioned, or when we go to a facility and we're looked at as though we're not supposed to be, be there. there. Exactly. If we have, like, even if we go somewhere, especially as women, when we go out with our braids in our hair or locks, uh-huh. we go somewhere and we're looked down. We're looked at. down at. Yes. Are they? Are they following us? You know, yes. getting followed. Why, why are you here? Are Are you supposed to be here? Yes. What do you mean? Am I supposed to be? here? Are you supposed to be here? Are so you, you don't need my here? smart mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and then see, then I have a smart mouth. Then the cops get called, and then it's a whole nother you know right? situation. We'll call call you the know, cops in a second. In a second. You know, all this because angry I'm being questioned. Black woman. Exactly. It goes back, and it's like, no, I'm not angry. I'm just asking. You're asking me. Am I? Well, where am I supposed to be? Are you supposed to be yeah. here? It's I I just it it amazes me, especially when you go to nice places uh-huh. and you're looked at as it's, though mm-hmm. you're in the wrong place. Yeah, or they question you like, how can you be here? Like, how can like or how can you drive that car you drive? Or how do you you know what do you? Well, do? let's not like, forget I'm Jewish. Oh yeah. So Tasha, when I go to she's my favorite Jew. or synagogues, uh-huh. I'm looked at because I'm a single mother uh-huh. and I go into you know, synagogues, and I'm looked at as, I think you may have walked yeah. into the wrong I'm place. Like, no, I'm here. So then when I do my little Shabbats and everything, oh, you're supposed to be here. Yes, I am. Uh-huh. And then even with that, the first thing that people say to me, I hear, well, are you marrying a Jewish man? Mm. Wow. No, I'm not marrying a Jewish uh-huh. man. Why can I not be accepted and for what you're? Yeah, and one of my, one of my friends, he he doesn't get it at all. He's like, no, Tasha, I don't I don't see it that way. And I'm like, no, it yeah. it really happens. Like we had an event one time, and um, I'm not going to say who or their position, but even the one guy was talking to everybody there. Mm. And then when he got to me, like sat there and talked to them, asked them how they were doing, did they enjoy the event? And then when he got to me, mm-hmm. he was saying, oh, well, thank you for coming. Huh. Then it was another event where a woman, she was from Israel and she told me, you're not Jewish. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. okay, I'm going to keep talking. And she kept persisting. Is that you aren't Jewish? You're not Jewish. 
So again, she's not Jewish. Just because the color of your skin. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. But everybody else in there is Jewish. Is Jewish. But she pointed me out to tell me that you're not. You're not Jewish. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So people, as black, even as black men, but right now as black women, Mm -hmm. you, if you all knew the slack that we deal with, the things that we deal with, Mm -hmm. and how we're perceived you don't understand how hard it is to date exactly because we already have the stereotype exactly people look at us as you know inferior yep or angry yep. or you're not light, light or enough. you're not you're dark, dark enough. enough or you you have kids or you yep. have that yeah. or you know nobody is trying to not saying nobody but just dating in general Mm -hmm. it's hard Mm -hmm. especially when you have kids and you're dealing with society and also dealing with the people Mm -hmm. the negativity within the community be our own people (laughs) be your own people so we're gonna wrap up part one yep but you all need to really really think about how you treat us just just see when you see your black girls and your women, mm-hmm. just tell them how beautiful they are. I'm telling you, and just see the smile that and will be see on the their smile. face. Just say hi. <laughs> just Don't, say hi. Even if they, you feel like they do have an attitude. Right, because there just, are some. <laughs> we know. <laughs> but yo, just don't make somebody's day. Because she might need that. You know, she might yep. have had a bad day. May have had a bad day. Just just tell her, you know, I just want to let you know that you are beautiful. Yeah, you are beautiful. And that's it. Nothing further. You can keep it moving. Keep it moving. I guarantee you. It would it would change um, everything. Yes, yes. All right. So part one is gone. On to part two. All right. Hey, disaster dating listeners. I know you guys may have heard me um, mention this brand before, but if you haven't checked out Love Accordingly Clothing on IG, you are definitely missing out. So right now, go to love underscore accordingly 215 on IG and place your order and tell them you listen to the Disaster Dating 101 podcast and you will save 20% off of your first order. The quality is great and you're getting a discount 20% off. That was love underscore accordingly 215. I know you guys won't be disappointed, so check them out now. All right, you guys, we are back with part two of hashtag Black Girl Magic. <laughs> so part one, we basically, we discussed colorism, the angry black woman, um, the history and just roles of black women mm-hmm. in general. Um, throughout history. Yeah. So now we we talked about the negatives. And the one thing I always said and I want to present, it's not, this podcast is not about negative. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are showing light to negative situations, but we also want to know, okay, this is the bad. So mm-hmm. what is the good? What is the good? Because it has to be good, right? It, it has to. It has to be. There's always a rainbow somewhere. 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 Like... It may not be right there in your face, exactly. but there's a rainbow. There is. So, I mean, even 
with the negativity of black women we also have positive black women we do like we have the like i said with tony morrison uh nikki giovanni one of my favorite poets Mm -hmm. of all time i love this woman Mm -hmm. like even if we go back harriet tugman (laughs) if it wasn't for her oh half of this wouldn't even be going on okay you know so underground railroad (laughs) it's so many positive women we have the rosa parks we do uh sojourner troops we have all these women that played a big part in history history. so regardless of how bad Mm -hmm. you may see some black woman Mm -hmm. or look at her or label her Mm -hmm. there's always this positive even right now i feel like a lot of women have been the face of the black lives matter movement yeah even it was started by women yeah Uh so Regardless of, as I keep saying, Mm -hmm. you know, the negativity, we have these black women who support us as black people, black men, black women, Uh, you know, even right now, who's been in the news as far as the covers of the Black Lives Matter Um. movement? Well, it's been a lot of people, of course. Yeah. So we got Trayvon Martin's mother. And then she ran for office. Yeah. She's running for an uh, Tamika uh, Mallory. Mallory. She is part of Support Your Girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> and I was saying Yandy. I was saying Yandy. Yandy. Smith. Uh-huh. And they're actually going to be doing um, July 1st. Please don't. I may be quoting it wrong. Uh, if you go to Support Your Girlfriends on IG, there is actually another uh, virtual conference that they will have in. Uh, they will actually be attending that one. Oh wow! Yeah, That's so dope. we got to do it again. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Bless. See, it's all positivity out here. It's always positivity, mm-hmm. and even ladies, if you feel like there isn't a network for you, mm-hmm. there's always a network. Even example, how me being a single mom out here, I have two kids. I don't have a lot of family out here, mm-hmm. so my tribe is my thing like my friends yeah you know i depend a lot on my friends and i remember uh robin you went to a mommy conference or something and you hashtag like you sent me the information and i'm like wow i did not know that there are support groups for moms where they're out here and what um so it's district motherhood that i belong to and um it's a great network and anybody can be a part of this thing. It's not like in like a membership. Literally, you just go to the events and yep. you fellowship with other moms. And the cool thing is it's for moms of all types, whether you're single, married, um, have a lot of kids, have one kids. It's it's just dope. They do these dope events for like you yeah, and the I'm kids. Always watching. And like then they do stuff too. Like when I went to my first event, because one of my um good girlfriends, I call her my big sis, she's um a part of the mom squad. So I think it's like 15 of them that are actually on the mom squad where they do all these dope events, but it was a mom's giving and literally it was in DC, like on a rooftop. And it was just so dope to fellowship. I want to say it was like 150. It might've been 200 women, but we were all there in love. It was no negativity. It was all positive vibes. We talked about the hardships it is just to be a mother and a black mother. And, you know, um, just some of the, um, the things that we are faced with and challenges with our kids, like some 
parents had some mothers had children with disabilities and uh-huh. and some other mothers their child had disabilities so they could relate they had somebody where they didn't feel like they were by themselves and me i'm a single mother i have a um a six-year-old son and it's like i got to meet other single mothers too that were going through hardships as well as mothers who were married and still going through hardships yeah. because just because you're married doesn't mean that you don't go through the hardships of being a mother definitely you know so i think like what district motherhood is doing is super dope they have um um a mommy in blanc which is like uh <laughs> like like the like the other um um and what is it what is it called dinner in blanc like but it's like a version for moms and kids where they can dress up in all white and you get to have like this play date experience with your kids and and i think it's just super dope and the kids get to meet other kids and socialize yeah and that's good too. and interact and so you, you these are positive support groups amongst us for brown and black women definitely that are happening in the community and it's just dope black girl magic <laughs> always black girl magic and even for me i feel like um one group that i'm a part of is support your girlfriends now that is a paid membership but it's not expensive at all and robin has uh done a virtual conference and even during the pandemic that's when i signed up but they actually have events they're based out of new jersey new york and i felt like it was a good organization for me because it's more of a mentorship Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you have the successful black women um you had uh VPs of BET on there. Uh, you had producers for uh, shows for a series, uh, XM Radio. I really, the conference that I started um, was involved in, so to say. And it was another woman that was on there. She has her own hair care line, mm. a salon. It even has a whole uh, warehouse oh, nice. or a distribution center. So for me, it was like, okay, yeah. like, it is somebody doing something and just listening to these stories of these different women that um, came on the panel and then being involved with that and then seeing the different virtual conferences. Mm-hmm. People, there are so many free virtual conferences during this quarantine. Let me tell y'all, so many, okay? <laughs> I've, I, take advantage, please. Please take advantage because if it wasn't for that, um, those virtual conferences, I wouldn't even have been a part mm-hmm. of the group. And even once I got a part of the group, I learned that what it is, is I have, I'm a mentee and they're mentors for me. And they kind of find the people for you that are doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. They will spotlight you as a member mm-hmm. and they have different trips that they take. They go to Jamaica each year. Um, but you know, I felt like that was a good group for me, especially with me starting this podcast and doing this. I'm like, Hey, I really need the support of other women that have done this, Mm -hmm. that have seen the bad, have been down and Mm -hmm. they're here to lift you up. And that's one reason why I joined support your girlfriends. So if you are on social media, it is support your girlfriends. And just check it out. Like I said, they have the actual virtual conference coming up um, the beginning of July that I think that a lot of you guys will definitely enjoy. So, I mean, we have the the platforms. We have the support systems. Even if you go back to meetup.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like even with meetup, meetup.com, if you guys don't know. You go in there and you literally type in what your interests mm-hmm. are and you find people with those interests. Mm-hmm. You don't know these people. 
and you all meet up at a particular time mm-hmm. and you go hang go out. out. Uh-huh. Um, even if you don't feel right with those, you have Facebook groups. Yeah. Um, I know that I'm in one. Um, DMV does. I don't participate, but I'm in it. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you participate? Uh oh. <laughs> um, I went to an open mic last year. I actually performed at okay. the open mic. But it's just um, me keeping up with Facebook. Okay. Really, I haven't really been on Facebook like that. Okay. I, I stay away from Facebook. Okay. I do. It's a lot of trouble on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we we have these groups. Like I said, with Meetup, you type in what you like mm-hmm. and you find people of the same interest. Like, even with me, I like to hike. So... For me, I'm like, I don't know anybody who hikes, uh-huh. so let me go to Meetup to find and and find it. It may not be all black, it may be mixed, but yeah. it's just just to know that if you're feeling by yourself or you feel like you don't have support, there are different net social networks that will support you. There are. There's one that I just found recently. It's called the Black Girl Social Club. And you can find them on um, Instagram by that. And so they're nationwide. They have chapters nationwide. So they have their website and you can, um, you know, go to the website, see if they have a chapter in your area. And if they don't, I believe that you're able to start your own chapter. But it's basically like black girls, you know, who are women who are just socializing and having like an outlet and going out to eat, doing brunch and doing other dope things in the community. Um, and I think that's just great. And I just found them on a whim. And I'm like, oh, this seems cool. So they're definitely resources. You just got to, you know, look for them, do a Google search. Definitely, you know, feel free to ask us on our IG handles. Yes. And um, we can definitely, because I'm always told I'm the queen of resources. She is. <laughs> if you don't know, ask Robin. Just ask me. <laughs> and even if we take away the social networking you have friends exactly if you don't have friends i'll be your friend (laughs) (laughs) we'll be your friend because even with me and robin how we how we met Uh true story and and this is how the world works yep so i was out I don't, I'm an introvert and I'm an extrovert, but people, (laughs) I'm an introvert. Trust me. When I get around a lot of people, I shut down and I went to a, um, after hours rooftop, uh, social event out in DC. I didn't want to go because I didn't know anybody. And the guy who was actually hosting it, he was like, Hey, come out. I guarantee, you know, I'll find somebody if you don't know anybody, just come find me. So I was like, all right, cool. So I go there and um, he got me. I was downstairs at first. And then when he came upstairs, he was like, hey, here's some people I wanted you to meet. So he introduced Robin and it was two other people. But Uh the one lady, I don't remember who she was. Yeah. And I sat there and from that day, mm-hmm. me and Robin have been friends. Yep, literally. Literally. And we stay down the street from each other. So close. <laughs> yes, literally. And I'm such a talker. So it was just like, okay, she didn't have to do no, that much talking. I was mm-hmm. like, boom, boom, boom. We were just like, oh my gosh. Like, we just found out, like, we had a lot in common. We, we definitely did. So, like, you know, there are people that, like for me, I, I've been going through a lot um, mm-hmm. mentally and just to have that person say, hey, mm-hmm. you know, you can hang out. There are genuine people out here. There are. There so, are. like I said, if you feel like you don't have a friend, 
Find me, Natasha <laughs> Renee underscore the creator. Right, and I'm Robin R O B Y N underscore 217. We will be your friends. <laughs> we definitely will. So I feel like right now we can just basically wrap up. Mm-hmm. And for me, the conclusion for this uh, episode, I would say is, you know, take the time to get to know somebody. Yes. I was going to say the same thing. Definitely. Don't assume. Don't. Because they said when you assume, you make an ass out of yourself. You definitely will. Just take the time to get to know people. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I understand, if they're not your type, that's fine. But I guarantee if you start a conversation, mm-hmm. you may actually like that person. Exactly. You know, I'm not forcing anybody on you, but yeah. sometimes you need to talk to people and you find that, you know, some people are different. And yeah. that's how, like I was saying before, how I date. Mm-hmm. I date by the vibe of the person, mm-hmm. me getting to know the person. So, you know, physical is a plus. Mm-hmm. If you look good, that's perfect. But sometimes <laughs> people who look good are straight assholes. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just being real. But, you know, just take the time to get to know people. Mm-hmm. And also know that everybody hurts. Mm-hmm. We have feelings. Mm-hmm. So the things that you say to us, mm-hmm. it will affect us. Yes, we go around and we smile mm-hmm. and we're happy. But some people do go home and they cry. Or some mm-hmm. people go home and they take their lives. Yeah. So just know the importance of your words. Yep. Your words mean a lot. So by you stereotyping or assuming and telling people this is what mm-hmm. I think you are, mm-hmm. that hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, Robin, what would you like to You said bring? it all, girl. But definitely <laughs> think before you speak. You know, I mean, she's right. You never know what somebody is going through in their own psyche or in their self-esteem. So those words you say, especially if it's somebody who is having an issue, like has low self-esteem. So if you're being like, oh, you're not the complexion or the color or you're this, yeah. that night you never know what they might do. You know, and I'm not saying that you're solely that person, but you could have been that trigger to that yep. sent them over the edge because you don't know. And sometimes you might need to step out of your comfort zone. Okay, so what? Yeah, you dated exotic looking females or people or or light skinned people or dark skinned people. All right, well, meet this dope girl that's a black girl magic exactly. who's caramel complected yes. or chocolate complected. Yes. Okay, <laughs> because we're just as dope <laughs> and you know and just as fly. So it's like step out of your comfort comfort zone and be willing to. Do something different because clearly dating that hasn't gotten you far if you dating me, if you're on a date with me. One of my favorite movies, Something New. Uh-huh. Yes. 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 Annihilate Yes. Something New. Because yes. she had that hard interior. Yep. She had this. I love that movie. The idea, if you guys haven't seen it, it's See an older it. movie. Yeah. It's a perfect it's a, movie. It's a must No, see. we're not saying date outside your race. Yeah, the point of the movie was it was this woman who looked at things, she had to do things a certain Mm -hmm. way. Her family was prestige, Mm -hmm. so she had to do the debutantes Uh and all this. And then you had this white man that was a landscaper with a dog. (laughs) (laughs) And he changed her whole aspect on everything. everything. Yes. So with that also, any tips or a self-care anything you else you want to say over there just Robin? if anybody has ever told you that to our listen views just make sure that you're loving yourself within you know and that just just love yourself and and if somebody says this you don't ever try to like portray somebody who you aren't like if somebody wants you a certain way don't go changing who mm-hmm. you are 
um you know definitely don't because we're we are we're black girl magic and we got to stay that way we 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 make our rules yes (laughs) women you are beautiful we are you are so i guess we'll wrap it up yep All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. I'm Natasha Renee. And I'm Robin Brion. And don't forget to subscribe. Please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to (laughs) our podcast. Um, We are on different um, podcasting uh, platforms. Uh I'm still trying to get us on different platforms. So I can't even mention. I know we are on Spotify Mm -hmm. and we are on Google Podcasts. And you can actually go to Anchor and find it also it will be on the link of our social media page so you can follow us on instagram at disaster dating 101 podcast and please share like and subscribe thank Thank you guys